Are you thankful for where the Lord's brought us and where he's taken us? Come on, somebody get out of your seat and just walk these aisles and thank the Lord right now. Oh, I've still got strength. I've still got hope right now. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody open up your mouth a little louder and thank you. Somebody praise him for what he's about to do tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. We're ready for a downpour. Let it fall. Let it fall fresh on us. We're ready for revival. Let it fall. Let it fall fresh on us. It's it's pouring out The time is now We need the rain say, we, we need, need the rain, rain.
Ghost. We declare it in the Jesus name. We need the rain. We're gonna speak it against every situation. We need the rain. We need the rain. Over every parent filled with the Holy Ghost. Over every parent spirit we need. We need the rain. We're expecting growth in the name of Jesus. We're expecting the return. just lifted our hands and our voices and with our hearts why don't we just love us God we're here to bless your name God we're here to entertain your presence and to give you glory that you deserve God and with all of our hearts we seek your face today Jesus God we're so thankful for the evidence of your spirit for the glory of God that you make available to us today God we're so thankful God, you're so good and you're so worthy to be praised. Aren't you thankful for his presence? Aren't you thankful for his presence today? Oh, he's a good God. Amen. Amen. We're going to continue our worship with our giving and our tithes and our offering. So if you're prepared to give unto the Lord, we'd invite you to do so at this time. Let's come and let's give with worship in our hearts. Job 22 and 28 says, Thou shalt decree a thing, it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Malachi 3 and 8 says, Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me, but ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. And upon the authority of your word I have given, and it shall be given unto me, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I'm a tither, and I bring my tithe and offering today into your storehouse. Therefore, the enemy is rebuked, the curse is broken, and I live under an open heaven, and you pour out upon me such a blessing that there's not enough room to receive it. We receive jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, sales and commissions, benefits and settlements, estates and inheritances, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, bills paid off, debts demolished, and royalties received. My whole family saved in walking with God perfect health and abundance to walk in divine favor and blessing. I am blessed going in and I'm blessed going out. And all that I do will prosper in Jesus' name. We say amen because we believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, just a couple quick announcements. We won't be having any 
uh, a.m. service tomorrow morning, but we will be together uh, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Amen? Amen. And uh, just a reminder, our chronological reading is going to start tomorrow uh, where we read um, the Bible through in one year. We're going to start that tomorrow. If you have any questions about that, please see me uh, or somebody else after service, and we'll help you out with that. Amen? I really believe that God wants to do something special here today. I really believe that. I feel like there's a lot of anticipation in the room today because of what God can do. Paul said that there's a war in my members. I believe that every one of us can or should be able to feel a little tug in the spirit. As soon as they, we begin to sing, as soon as we begin to worship, there's something that begins to draw in our hearts and asking us to do something for Him. Whether it be lifting our hands, stepping out of the aisle, just getting honest with God, whatever that is. And I know that the Bible says that there's a time and place for everything. There's a time to run and a time to dance and mourn and weep. And, and I understand those things. But the question that I'm asking myself tonight is, is there anything that's worth missing the will of God? Is there anything, a cost too great for me that's worth missing the voice of God speaking into my life today? Is, is stepping out of the aisle really worth me missing the voice of God speaking into my family? Is, is rolling on the floor or running down the aisle or coming to the altar and lifting my hands and just letting the tears flow down my face? Is that worth missing God undoing the mistakes that I've made? There's not a price that's too great that we can give to Jesus. Because everything in this world's gonna fade away. The, the, the opinion of men, that doesn't matter tonight because the King of glory is in this place and, and so nothing else matters. If you believe that with me, why don't we lift our hands? As they continue to sing, why don't we involve our hearts with what we're doing today? Let's bless Him with everything that we have today because He's worthy, because He deserves it today. Let's worship Him. Oh, Lord. 
I can rest. I won't be defeated. Lord, you are the strength of my life. For you, oh Lord, have made me glad. I will sing for joy at the works of your hand and rejoice in what you have done. And rejoice in what you have done. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Somebody ought to get out of your seat. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Somebody ought to get out of Oh Lord, how great are your works? Come on, somebody needs you to have
but that's not why I'm here. I'm here because when I get over on the other side of glory, I'm doing it with these precious people I'm connected to right now. Somebody ought to be thankful that you're here with your family, that you're here with your church family to give God all of the glory, to give God all of the praise. I have no greater joy that my family walks in righteousness. Somebody will say, oh Lord, I think one more time we ought to lift our hands, lift our voice. Come on, if he, these worship leaders and singers haven't engaged you, right now's your moment. No music, no song. Just let it come out of your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Come on, Pentecostals, let it flow out of your belly. Come on, apostolics, let it flow out of your belly. 
Jesus, we're here to worship you. We're here to magnify you. Come on, that's spontaneous worship and praise. So it draws the miraculous to you. There's healing in this place tonight. There's healing in this place tonight. You say, well, that's always the case. Yeah, it is. But there's a realization that healing is in this place. Because it's always present wherever his name is. But when you and I begin to realize he's here to heal, your whole praise changes. Your worship changes. Who you're sitting by, it don't matter who's sitting by you. You know that I got to get what I need from the Lord. And it don't matter what my neighbor thinks. It don't matter what my spouse thinks. It don't matter what kind of day you had today. I'm going to praise and worship him because I need a healing in my body. I don't know what you came here for tonight, but if you came to have an encounter, he's not here because of me or you. He's here because of the need that's in me and you. We're going to do it just old style if that's all right. Uh, we're going to do it camp meeting style. Brother Bushnell, I got a word from the Lord. I feel so strong in my spirit tonight for somebody. Brother Galloway's here and he's, he's the main speaker for the night so I'm not going to take away anything from what I feel the Holy Ghost has put in him. But we're going to tag team tonight. And I'm going to share with you what I feel God is saying for some people. Folks, we're in a difficult time. You better throw the textbook away and hold on to the real book because that's the only thing going to get us through the waters that we're traveling through. You got your Bibles. I want you to turn to Jeremiah, Brother Crowder, singers, Sister Lisa, Sister Ashley, beautiful in helping us. And they're going to come back again here in a moment. Folks, I want a flow of the Holy Ghost. You know, before service, we ask and, and then say, you know, what's the order of service? But I tell them, Here's what we're going to shoot for. But if we don't ever get there, then that's fine. Let the Holy Ghost take over. And wherever there's praise and worship and the Word together, there's going to be power. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 14. Jeremiah 6 and verse 14. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly. Saying, peace, peace, and there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Verse 16 is where I want you to pay special attention to and where I will launch from. 
Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and seek and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. Ye shall find rest for your souls. But they say, we will not walk therein. Walk therein. Ye shall find rest for your souls. The thought that came, came swirling in my spirit early this morning. It's time for rest. I'm going to qualify that statement here in a minute. I'm not advocating that we don't work for the kingdom of God. I'm talking about a rest to the spirit of man that we can accomplish what we need to accomplish in this end time. There's an answer for that rest and it's not what you and I think but the scripture gives us a very clear understanding and it's time for that rest to come for the people of God. Lift your hands and ask God to talk to us for a moment. Jesus, I thank you for your word. I ask you here tonight, let an unction of your spirit flow. Let there be an anointing that moves amongst all of us and on us, out of us, through us. God, I ask it by the authority of the name of Jesus for your glory and for your honor. God, let it be done in this place tonight. God bless you. You may be seated. There is such a surge in the intellectualism, the education, the world of education, the high-end technology, all looking for a new thing. They're looking for really something to make life just a little bit easier, making our world not so complex, making the day-to-day -day functions almost automated. That at the end of the day, you can just get home and just kind of kick back and say, you know what, it's nice having all of these things. Advances. I, and I, uh, one of the first, I thank the Lord for modern technologies and advancements in medical science and the things that have helped us get further down the road. But let me serve notice here tonight that if they would have never invented those things, it, there is still a rest that God could give his people outside of the modern conveniences of the world. I thank God for the heart fixing things that they do. I thank God for the modern things that they help people get better down the road. But before that ever came to a man's thinking, there was a God that said, I got a better plan that whether you figure that out or not, I can give you rest. I can give you peace. I can give you help. I can help you where man cannot. When you and I lean on the arm of the flesh, we're setting ourselves up for failure. But when I lean on the arm of the Lord, Jeremiah, sad that day he had to come and, and, and awaken the people to understand there's a rest and it's in the old paths it's not in some new fandangled doctrine it's not in some new way of approaching God 
It's not in some new way of having church. It's not in some new way of living for God. The old path is what brings the rest to the people of God. And Jeremiah stands to the occasion. He don't give them a new doctrine. He don't give them a new idea. He says you've got to arise to the old path and stand. Israel was in a pickle. Judah was in a pickle. They were in a bind. See, but the old past is what kept them. When they come out of Egypt, he laid everything out for them. Passover, the seven feasts. He, he gave them a plan. Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, Pentecost. And then from there, they go to tabernacle, atonement, the feast of trumpets. He gave them a whole list that if you'll follow the plan, Stick to what I'm just telling you to do even when you don't understand it. I'll fight your battles for you. See, this is why people don't understand when they walk away from the old path, they're fighting the battles by themselves. That's why homes are broken and families are broken and addiction is rampant in our home and even within our own ranks of the church. But if we go back to the old path, there's a promise. You're going to find rest for your soul. You'll find rest for a weary mind at the end of the day. He lays out all the, the feast. He lays out all the plans. Pentecost, or for, starts with Passover. I wonder what would happen, Brother Roy and Brother Smith, if once some of the families would have woke up that morning and said, I don't feel like doing Passover. I don't feel like killing a lamb. I don't feel like eating the lamb. I want cow today. That's what happens in the church. I don't want that preacher, I want this preacher. I don't want this church, I want that church. And we pick and choose like Piccadilly Buffet what I want and what I don't like. And it ain't got nothing to do with what I like or what I want. It's got to do with what God has planned for me and you. And if I stick to what God's planned, then I'm going to find rest for my soul. Well, I don't want Passover. I don't want this one. I don't want that. But you see, here's what they could not understand. If you didn't do Passover, you didn't get Pentecost. And if I pick and choose what feast, I won't. You got some people, they live at Passover. They're always repenting. And that's good. Paul said, I died lately. But somewhere out of all of that, I got to accept the lamb and say he died for my sins. And now I can be free and accept the rest. That's why I preach to somebody right now. It doesn't matter what you've done in 2022. If you can find an altar of repentance, God's able to forgive you and you can start brand new. You can have a Pentecost. If you don't have Pentecost, well, I don't like Pentecost. I don't like all that emotionalism. I don't believe that you got to do all that. Pentecost was a shout. Pentecost was emotion. I don't like all that emotion. Well, then you can't get to Tabernacle, the seventh feast. Well, I don't want Pentecost because, man, that requires me to kind of do something I'm not comfortable with. 
Folks, when we get in God's economy, it ain't about how comfortable I am or what I want. If we approach this new year with a mindset that says, I'm going to find the rest in the old past, I promise you, you're going to see your promises fulfilled. You're going to see the miraculous work like you've never seen it work before. Well, I'm not too sure about all that emotional Pentecost. That's not just for me. I'm real. I'm intellectual. I'm, and that's good. I don't, there's, I'm educated. There's nothing wrong with any of that. My point to it is take that and use all of it together and say, God, you created me with a mind, a will, and emotion. I surrender that soul, that will right now to you and say, God, I lift up my heart when I follow an old path. What's the old path? The old path is the peace of God. These were things God painted for them. He didn't stop at Pentecost. He goes to the Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacles was having to do with the corn, the wine, all symbolic, speaking of where they were going. It was the last of the feast. Corn representing the word. The wine representing the anointing. And God's saying, in the end, you're wanting all of this, but you've got to go through all of these and follow the path. He said, when you come into Canaan, do what I'm asking you to do, and I'll fight the Amalekites for you. I'll fight the Jebusites. Every battle was going to be won as long as they stayed in the old paths. Could it be that the battles have been lost and people fallen by the wayside because we've tried to bring in new techniques into the church? things into our families I thank God for the little Bible thing on the phone but you know what you can't ever take the place of just looking at that good old word of God in a book form I read the chronological but there's some things you just can't replace and he said I'll fight the battles you'll win them I'll fight them. You're going to be victorious. But you got to stay in the old past. Even when it don't make sense. See, Athens. Let's flip New Testament. I'm, I'm close. I'll be almost done here in a minute. Athens. Paul. Acts chapter 6, 17. Paul comes to Athens. He gets there to a, 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 a statue. It says, to the unknown God, Brother Galloway. And here was the statement. I wish you could find it. Acts chapter 17, verse uh, I don't know, I got it marked somewhere here. Uh, throw it up there for me. 21, 21. It says they found a new thing. And here's what Paul's saying in Athens. You're constantly looking for something new when if you'll just stick with what's old and has worked. The Holy Ghost still works. When somebody gets it and really gets it and talks in other tongues, something's broke off of them. The Holy Ghost still works. I don't have to take them to a back room and teach them how to talk in tongues. When the Holy Ghost falls, they'll speak in other tongues without you telling them what to do. Baptism still works. Do you know that before they did any of the feasts in the Old Testament, they had to be circumcised first, which was a type of baptism. 
What he's saying is before you can enjoy my blessings, you got to be in covenant with me. We got people wanting to take the blessings of God and the miracles of God and they don't want to be in covenant with God. You and I have got to be in covenant with him. That's why baptism matters. And it can't be just any old way. It can't be just by a little bit of drip. It's got to be by immersion in the name of Jesus. The old path of baptism works. But you got now this new thing saying in here, well, we're going to baptize when we get enough people. I'm in trouble, Brother Bushnell. I'm out there on, on, on thin ice. I can feel it. There ain't no baptismal Sundays. You want to be baptized? The old way says, can any man forbid water? I'm going to take you to the water. As long as you understand that when you go down in that water, you're coming in covenant with God. And there's a circumcision of the heart that takes place. And now become you become his. You're no longer in you. You're in him. Stay in the old path. Now, miraculous. Well, that's, that was only for the days of the apostles. The miraculous is still part of the old ways. If God drew water out of a rock, then God can provide and meet your needs today. God don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. There's no shadow of turning in Him. He's a 360. There ain't no shadow. He is light. Another one. I'm just kind of telling you, you, you could have just said, this is just my heart tonight, Brother Bushnell. Foot washing. Where did it go? Where did it go? It's not a, I understand it's not a mandate or a, an absolute, you got to do it, you're going to hell. That's not it. But I tell you what, it's a pretty good principle to do. Oh, I ain't doing all that. Yeah, you let that old pride just kind of rise. See, there's something about foot washing in the old ways that, that they remembered what it did. I'm humbling myself, number one. I'm serving my brother and sit, number two. Number three, I'm praying. There's some good in all of that. So if there's good in doing so for the Lord. Now, to my home church, I just preached right at 10 minutes. Don't ever say I can't do it. I just feel something so strong in my spirit. I feel everything. I told my wife coming in, Brother Bushnell, I said something does not want me to have this New Year's Eve service. I have fought more over a service not having it than I've had in any service or going to any service than I've fought for having this service tonight, Brother Charlie. There's something that does not want this New Year's Eve service for somebody, and I'm going to declare it for, if the Lord be willing, I'm going to do it again in 2023 if the Lord tarries. Why? Because there's something about tarrying until midnight. There's something about waiting on the Lord until the end, and my heart is set for Him. Musicians, y'all all get ready. I'm, I'm closing. I'm closing. This rest, God's trying to bring it to the church. I felt so strong for this new year that there's going to be an, an element of grace. Grace is multifaceted. There's dimensions of grace. 
One of them is this rest. Rest is going to come to the church in 2023. You say, well, you're prophesying. How do you know all that? Well, you know what? Let's just see. You say, well, I'm telling you what I feel in the Holy Ghost that God said for somebody you have fought 2022 you fought 2021 we fought 2020 but if you can lift your faith just a little bit and see some of you have held on to the old ways and everything in your mind saying just let it go forget about it and write it off I'm here to declare prophetically to somebody there's a rest coming out of heaven for you and me that we're going to find it in our soul and our spirit where we've been worried and anxious and fearful and our mind has been tormented and we didn't know what we're going to do and where's God in all of this I'm declaring to you you've held to the old way the promise of God is his rest brother Roger where y'all at brother Roger brother Joe real fast musicians y'all come go go grab that for me wherever y'all at brother Galloway I hope I didn't mess anything up for you tonight you I want you to take your liberty. I'm so glad you're here. Brother Crowder, aren't you glad these men of God would take time out? I'm not far. I'm not putting, I'm not wanting to build a, a shrine here. And when you see this, you're going to understand it. I'm not wanting to build a shrine. I'm not trying to build anything that would be false oh Brother Smith looks so good this pulpit was made in 1940 something 46, 43 it was made for my grandfather Brother Galloway it was made for my grandfather you know Brother Bush now I don't have much I really don't dad wasn't a preacher he was a great father he wasn't a preacher he wasn't raised in a Pentecostal home we were raised in just really a good family but we were in the world I don't have much but when this came to my hearing that he was available I asked some men to go get it for me they did this thing was made in the 1940s for my grandfather, Pastor Evangeline, Pastor Bro Bridge, and Pastor Palmetto, Pastor Oliver. He was the secretary. And I'm not pleased. That's why I said I'm not making a shrine here. I'm not building up a man. I'm giving honor to my grandfather. And he was the secretary to the section. The section went from the Texas line all the way to the Chafalaya Basin, all the way up north bottom of Alexandria. If I'm not mistaken, Brother Bush, now down south, that was section five. It went all the way down to far, far down Iberia. Brother O'Brien was the principal of my grandfather's secretary. And when I heard this, I didn't know him. Never really got to talk to him. Aaron. I mean, I remember as a kid. But you see, there was something that he stood for in the old ways. That even though he never got to teach it to me, something came to me and I was able to grab it. Jesus' name, baptism, Holy Ghost, holiness. These things are, they're in me. They just hit me. I don't want to debate nobody, but they're in me, and I know they're right. But here's what grabbed my attention. Galloway, from this pulpit, my grandfather stood. You don't know him. But you know who else stood behind this pulpit? 
Brother Joe Duke. Brother Verbal Bean. Brother T.W. Barnes. Brother Tinney. Brother Weeks. Brother Ray Johnson. Brother, I'm not sure about Billy Cole. Find out about that. These men that are all gone. And God's looking for people tonight going into 2023. There's no power in this pulpit. I mean, there's no power in the wood. It's just a piece of wood. But the men that stood and proclaimed the old ways to a great group of saints that believe the old ways. See where I'm going? If we keep the ministry in the old ways and the saints of God in the old ways, we're going to see a demonstration. Revival ain't coming, Brother Crowder. Revival's already here. Why are we waiting for something down the road? Blinded eyes could be open tonight. Cancers could fall off tonight. Deaf ears could be open tonight. Marriages could be restored tonight. Because when you stay in the old ways, the miraculous moves. Lift your hands all across this building. Come on, somebody needs to receive the word of God right now. Somebody needs to receive the word of God right now. You're looking for next year and what you're going to do. I'm telling you, there's a rest that God's got for you. Come on, lift your voice right now. Receive his word. Come on, receive. This is going to be a different year. It's not going to be the same. I'm telling you prophetically, it's not going to be the same in a good way.
something's moving in the house right now. Something's moving in the house right now. Come on, lift up your hands and press in the Holy Ghost. The Spirit is moving in the house right now. The Spirit is shifting in the house right now. Come on, lift up your hands all over the house and press in the Holy Ghost. Your healing. Yes, we 
Somebody lift your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to stay where you are. I, I don't have a message to preach, but I have a word from God for somebody. I'm going to read. Sorry, I don't have much of a voice. Last night, HYC was crazy. But the Lord gave me two verses. I'm going to read them. 
And the Holy Ghost is just going to continue to move. But I have a word for somebody. It wasn't making sense, Pastor. I've been wrestling it all day. Because I wanted to get up and preach this great word at the end of the year. And when Pastor got up, the Holy Ghost just made it all clear. Psalm 126 and verse 5. I want you to read it with me. They. Hear, hear me. Hear me. The last two years, we've been fighting. But there's a shift for the church. There's a shift for the church. Next verse. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again. But you're not going to be weeping. You're going to be rejoicing. Here's what the Holy Ghost told me. we got to be quiet because I don't have much of a voice. Hear me, church. This is what the Holy Ghost told me. We're going from weepers to reapers starting tonight. God is going to give us a harvest. Hear me. I want somebody to hear me. You have not just been shedding tears. You've been sowing. Hear me. Pastor, I want you to get ready. I want you to pray over us. Hear me. That's what the Holy Ghost told me. I'm just going to be obedient. Being planted and being buried feels very similar. It's dark. There's no sign of life. The only thing that separates being planted and being buried is the intention of the one who put it in the ground. The funeral home put something in the ground to bury it because it's dead. But the farmer puts a seed in the ground to plant it because there's life. There's people in this room. You thought you'd been buried, but you're planted. Hear me. You thought your children were buried, but it's not dead. The time of harvest is nigh, and God is going to make us a reaper. 
this is where it all made sense. The Holy Ghost spoke to me because I said, God, what do you want me to do? And then the Lord brought the words to me when Jesus said this, come unto me, all ye that labor, that weary, and you're heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Listen, we've been laboring. We've been putting that seed in the ground. We've been praying and soaking it with tears. But Jesus said, come. It's time for you to rest. And you're going to reap. It's not over. It's not over. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to step out of your seat and I want us to fill this altar. There's about to be a shift in the Holy Ghost. The weepers. I want to preach to a woman in this room right now that the doctors have lied to you. People have lied to you. It's not over. There's something in you to be produced. I want every hand to be lifted. Come, come, come. I'm sorry. I don't have a message or a sermon. I just got a word from God. It's about to shift. It's about to shift. It's about to shift. It's coming. It's coming. I want you to lift your hands. I'm going to get pastor to speak the word of faith. Be ready. Lift your hands. Listen to me, church. When they started saying a moment ago, he's in the room. He's in the room. I watched it visibly on you. Something, something started coming alive because there's something about the wind of the spirit. It starts resuscitating things and resurrecting things. That's what the Spirit does. And when Ezekiel is standing in those valley of dry bones, he prophesied yes, but then there was a wind that blew. And that which was dead stood up. Here's what's going to happen. The wind of the Spirit is about to blow. And it's going to initiate that process of that seed cracking through the ground. And there's going to be that sign of life you thought it was over. You thought your children were forever lost. But it's not over. God is going to do what he said he would do. It's been a tough year. It's been a tough year. But it only takes a moment for God to turn it around. I've been attacked this year. My family, my younger brother, out of nowhere, committed suicide, 21 years old. Found him hanging in the woods. There's been attacks mentally. There's been a lot of weeping. But when I woke up this morning, the Holy Ghost said, Psalm 126, 
we're transitioning tonight, Drew, from weepers to reapers. Because you know what I kept doing? In spite of everything, I kept putting seed in the ground. I kept praying. preaching to some faithful people you feel like the load's too heavy life is hard right now God is about to come and help you in this place this is there's a reason he fought so much opposition because it always precedes that opportunity and if he would have caved and said we're just not going to do it we would have missed this divine moment but the Holy Ghost is going to breathe in this place and families are going to be strengthened marriages are going to be strengthened your children are going to lift your hands all over this room come on get ready get ready Jesus, by the authority that rests in your name, we have moved from waiting to receiving. And now I declare it, let it be poured out according to your will and plan. Let the seed bring forth life by the authority of the name of Jesus. And we give you the thanks and the praise for what will transition tonight for the good in your kingdom and the purpose for the people of God. It changes tonight for families. It changes tonight for homes. Come on, somebody. Let it come out of your belly right now. Your past is gone. The hurt of yesterday is gone. It's time to walk in a new pair of shoes. It's a new direction. It's the old path, but it's a new direction. Come on, mama. Come on, daddy. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. stop short you're receiving right now something's moving into your spirit life is being spoken into your spirit there's miracles in this place right now there's miracles in this place right now bury your past bury yesterday's hurts Come on, let him heal your relationships. 
Let him heal your family. That's why we come to churches to have an encounter with God. It's not for entertainment. It's to have an encounter that we lead change.
that we go deep in the word of God and these things I thank God for that but there are some times you hasten in the presence of God not disrespectfully to his presence but it's a all you got thrust into the spirit my old pastor brother Ewan taught us like this there's times you're going to come to the come to church or in your prayer to God and God is going to seemingly be so far and He wants you to reach for Him and stretch. But then there's other times that you're going to walk into the sanctuary of your prayer and God just meets you so powerfully and quickly. Tonight was one of those nights from the beginning of this service. God just met us here. And He did not just show up this is what we've got to, I, I don't mean, we need to untrain our brain from religious expectations. And trust the moving of God's Spirit. Because God can do more by the moving of His Spirit and His Word, a rhema Word or the Word of God in five minutes than you and I could do and spend hours trying to. Tonight, the Lord served notice for you and I. You better get a new pair of shoes on. Because something's changing. I love in Exodus when it said it like this, Brother Bushnell. You better put your staff in your hand and put your shoes on your feet. Because when I say it's time to go, it's time to go. The Holy Ghost is telling somebody, it's time to go in places in Him of joy and rest. I want Brother Bushnell come. He's our presbyter, elder, man of God, previous pastor of this church. It's just fitting for him to say what he feels in the Holy Ghost. I know it's scary when the preacher brings the Bible up here to say a word. Hebrews 4 and 1. Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left of, unto us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. We've heard a prophetic message, two of them tonight. The only thing that separates us from getting it and missing it is believing what we heard tonight. 
believe in it. The shift has already started. Sister Linda Bushnell got in the car the other night and we picked her up for church or maybe it was dropping her off. I don't know which way. She said, my prayer's been different. I said, mine's been the same. It's been different. I come to the church and I pray, and but it's been different for about a week now. Just the Holy Ghost, just moving. Hey, it's time to get it. It's time to reach and grab it. I believe it. That was the third message of the night. Why don't you lift your hands and let's receive it now before we go home. Jesus, come on, say it like Mary said it. It looks impossible, but I still declare, be it unto me according to thy word. Come on, declare that tonight out of your own faith. Be it unto me according to the word of God. If he said your marriage is going to be whole, be it unto me according to thy word. Clap your hands to him in thanksgiving for the goodness of God that is upon us in this place. I thank the Lord for his presence that is here. The move of God that is in this place. Oh, it, it, it's just, see, this is where we, we're shifting gears and God's saying, there's still so much more. This is where we undo our religious thinking and say, you know what, God, I, I want more. It's how desperate are you and I. When you're desperate, they can't dismiss you because you just keep worshiping him and keep praising him. Folks, this is what's going to happen in the end time. And people that are comfortable in their tradition, God's going to bring a prostitute or he's going to bring a meth addict or he's going to be a broken and God's going to restore them. I will have a church, says the Lord. 